Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the Peterson Car Stories podcast. My name is Patrick. This is my co-host, Daniel. Say hi, Daniel. Hello, everyone. And we have a very fun guest on our show today. Not only is she cool, she's a certified badass. Let's give it up for Miss Karachi Solentine. <laughs> sure. Uh, of Alpha God dang it. That's just the no, third No, no, time. that's perfect. Okay. Let's, I love it. Okay. Whatever you want to call me, Patrick. Oh. Just don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> just, actually, don't don't call me for dinner. I've uh, I see what you're wearing today, and I can only imagine we'd be eating ramen noodles. God damn! Because that's what I had for dinner last night. Was it? <laughs> it was. I don't even. Wait, you really eat ramen noodles? Well, hey man, I'm balling on a budget out here, doing my best. Dang. We, we need the money for the weekend. We do need the money. For, wow. But that's not what. Okay. I did. I truly made that comment. And thought nobody in the universe eats ramen noodles. Well, you're looking at a connoisseur, I guess. (laughs) It's good to know. Yes, I do do enjoy my instant noodles. Um, Anywho's, thanks for being here. We really appreciate you being here. Thank you. It has been awesome hanging out with you in Pebble Beach. She she brought a bunch of cars for us to use for the Road to Pebble Rally, so we thank you for that. Yeah, we had the Tenale, the Quattrofolio, and the Stelvio. Not Quattrofolio, Julia Quattrofolio. Those cars are sweet, so thank you very much. Absolutely. Quattrofolio is a trim level of a uh, Julia and Stelvio, for those of you listening that don't know that. Yes, it is the top tier of the performance line that you guys offer. And they're fast, they make a lot of cool noises, and they're stupid comfortable. So thank you again. Oh, good to hear that. Which, Absolutely. Which one's your favorite? Like, Which one did you drive up? So I actually have my own, uh, I call it the hot tonale. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. Uh, <laughs> Cause it is hot. Uh, but yeah, it's a model year 24 Alfa Romeo tonale. Uh, they were in dealerships actually this past June. I got myself my own black on black on black. Ooh. Um, which is funny because we have such beautiful, vibrant colors with our Alfa Romeo cars, mm-hmm. but I think I've had black cars since I was a teenager. I'm just kind of ho-hum, straight lace like that, as you can see. Mm-hmm. I'm just very yeah. plain Jane. Black is a good color. <laughs> I mean, it looks it great. Is. Like on the Stelvio, that Stelvio that Michael was driving. Yeah. That, oh, that was, the black looks good on these cars. Yeah. yeah. They are awesome. So you said black. What was your first car? You're going back to your, your first black car, actually. Okay. Well... Are we all going to answer this question? I mean, I only only own silver and white cars. So. <laughs> <laughs> also, I feel like I have a few years on you. So, uh, so just so you know, the car that I say was not a vintage car at the time. Uh, but I remember in high school, I was allowed to drive my dad's car, mm-hmm. which was a 1997 Grand Prix. Pontiac, mm. we like that. My dad yep. had one, actually. Pontiac Grand Prix. Nice. Uh, And then uh, in college, uh, I was able to afford, I'm not, I'm kind of a baller, uh, but I saved all of my pennies to pay for a um, Pontiac Grand Dam, black, Mm. 2001. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, Cash, uh, which was super cool. But I saved all my pennies. I can't tell you the babysitting I did. To, Very nice. To earn that car. Um, yeah. And I sh- should say that, um, well, you both know that I'm from Detroit, Michigan. So yeah. Motor City, uh, home of the big three. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned that because 
my dad worked for a supplier of General Motors. My grandfather worked on the line at Ford. I mean, I could sit here and just give you a whole family tree of everybody that worked in automotive. So, so it was just natural for you to get into automotive. A- absolutely. Mm-hmm. And to own, um, you know, GM, American Ford, Chrysler cars. I can't say we've ever owned really Ford cars, though. Just letting you know. No worries. Okay. I, yeah. mean, I had one a long time ago, so uh, I drive a Toyota now, so there's that. <laughs> one of my first cars was a Ford, actually. Yeah. Which one was, was it? That? It was a Ford Explorer X-Track. Oh. Oh, you had the X-Track? The, the one with the little bed on it. Yeah. Oh. Ooh, Ooh. Cringe. I mean, the ladies cringe. love it. <laughs> oh, dude. No? Yeah, I can only imagine they all did. the driving <laughs> movies you went to back in the 1950s when you had that car, Daniel. Yeah. Well, someone had to do it. Someone had to do it. I mean, did you buy the car used? It was actually a hand-me-down from my dad. Oh, okay. So. See. But he bought it new. Okay. Yeah. See, that story to me is like just as interesting that, mm-hmm. all right, was it used? Was it new? How did, yeah, you know, how fun- did you accumulate And it? I just killed that car. I never checked the oil. Oh, <laughs> dude. Come on. <laughs> and one day I was just on the freeway and the car just shut off. Stop it. You seized the motor? I did. Bro. <laughs> did you get an Uber? I, this was back I, in like 1945 no, when this up. happened, probably, right? <laughs> no. Um, this was, I don't know, uh, two, I don't know, a long time ago. But more than like ten, maybe eight years ago. But yeah, it just stopped running and couldn't do much for it. I was thinking about selling it like two weeks before, and for a few thousand, I only got 400 for it. <laughs> okay, so you didn't just leave it on the side of the highway? No. I threw it up on Craigslist and just like, if you could pick it up from the body shop, it's yours. Nice. So. Yeah, I mean, my first car was a Ford Explorer 2003 what? XLT. Wow. And uh, that thing blew three automatic transmissions. So I dropped it three times. <laughs> I just go to the junkyard and grab another one. You know, that would explain the, uh, the string of transmission failures is because I keep buying them used and they're known to break. So that's my own fault. Enough about us. Let's yeah. talk about you. So how how did you even get with Alfa Romeo? How did you start in the automotive yeah. industry? Yeah. First of all? Yeah. Tell, us, tell us the whole story. Let's start all from right. the beginning. Okay. So <laughs> I went to school in Michigan. Uh, I went to a little place called Oakland University. Actually, um, really what drove me to go to that university is uh, I ran track and field and cross country. Mm-hmm. Uh, four years and had the opportunity to run there. So that is ultimately why I went to Oakland University. Fun fact about this school, this is where Eminem had his second marriage. Yeah, that's right. Second marriage to Kim. That's right. Same woman twice. Um, But uh, on that university, there's this beautiful um, mansion from the 1900s and Mm. beautiful property. And anyways, he had his marriage his uh, second marriage there, which also failed. Um, <laughs> shout out Eminem. Woo! Yeah. You only get one shot. Nope. One he got two. He got two, actually. <laughs> I could see the whole song. Yes. <laughs> Songs a lie. So I actually went to school for TV production, uh, got a degree in communication, and then my first job out of college, I worked for the dun, 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 the Jerry Springer show in Chicago. People wow. usually like, yeah, people okay. like L- to hear about bef- that. Yeah, that's pretty R. sweet. R.I.P. R.I.P. Indeed. Yeah, that's true. 
So, you, okay, Jerry Springer show. Did the Jerry Springer show um, ultimately got into large scale um, event planning in the Chicago area. So Jerry Springer is based out of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, did that and then um, was uh, going to be moving back to Michigan. And I hate, I hate to say this, but I'm just going to be honest. Mm-hmm. My first reaction was like, I don't want to get into automotive Mm. (laughs) because everybody gets into automotive and you're kind of like, right. You want to, you want something different. Yeah. And create your own path. path. And I don't know if you have that feeling here Mm -hmm. in California, you're Mm -hmm. like, Oh, everyone's an actor, a dancer, actor, model. Right. Like, I mean, I, I hate the fact that, like, you know, I kind of like want to try the writing out in that industry. Is like, I hate the fact that I, part of me wants to be a part of it at some point in my life, but that's it. Like, I'm, I hate the fact that I want to be in it. It's, I'm not trying to be different here. I just like cars. Yeah, I could see that growing up in Orange County. Oh, yeah. And here we go. Growing up in LA, I just don't want to get involved with that. But, anyways, yeah, Orange County was quiet. Wait, what is it that you like the writing part? I like the writing, I do a lot of writing. I do a lot of writing for here. I do a lot of writing, uh, like freelancing. Yeah. My mom's a writer. So, oh, yeah. nice. So I just like writing. That's amazing. So you like writing what uh, What specifically? I got a couple of movie screenplays on my computer I've been working on. And uh, I do freelancing. I do freelance automotive journalism. Yeah. And yeah, just I just like doing it when I get home. It's easy. Just hop That's on so and do cool. a little research. Yeah. And if I have like a little creative burst to like whip out the notepad on my phone or just uh, get to work on my own computer, it's just, it's, it's a hobby. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. That's a, that's, that's a great hobby to have. Um, but uh, yeah, you're not going to be able to make a career out of it because of AI. So <sighs> that's true. Support the strike, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> do your part. <laughs> um, no, I think it's, I think it's fantastic. And again, I'm not, you both get it. Oh yeah, 100%. it was just an analogy. You both get it, mm-hmm. and and then in the same breath, I said, I, I kind of have to get into automotive because whether you want to work at a creative agency or a part supplier or a whatever it is, it all came back to automotive in Michigan. Mm. So long story short, I ended up working at a creative agency. I worked on. Um, both the Jeep and Ram brand there. I also worked a little bit on Hyundai. Uh, and then while I was at that agency, I met someone at, uh, it was called Fiat Chrysler at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, I had been working closely. Um, he was my client and I just kind of put the bug in his ear. Uh, his name is Frank Donnelly. Thank you, Frank. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out, <laughs> Shout out to Frank. <laughs> what up though? Uh, and I, I said, Hey, what do I need to do to like work at Fiat Chrysler? And he's like, well, why don't you come in? And he kind of did a brief interview with me. A couple other people did. And then he's like, I got this opening. <laughs> and I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. What yeah. is it? I don't care. I'll yeah. do it. Like, cause for the opportunity to work for an OEM is fabulous. Mm-hmm. I, I think, I don't think, uh, I'm very, I will say I'm very, very happy with where I'm at and what I do with Stellantis. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was like, I have this job opening for service contracts, mm. which is extended warranties, Okay, which 
talk about sexy as hell. Yeah. Like, that's Whoa. <laughs> Patrick, Patrick doesn't even know what this is. I mean, He's I like, phone, what is it? I get the phone calls about it all the time. Yes. Yeah. Well, for sure. Yes. That is the reputation that service contracts has because service contracts actually is quite fascinating. Mm-hmm. One, it was an opportunity uh, for me to learn about all of the different brands because you can put a service contract on anything. Um, and then Uh, you know, you have better understanding of warranty and what it covers and repairs. And you learn the inside out of the, um, you know, the, the service side of, uh, of a company. So, which is important. So important. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes. So, uh, it, (laughs) I, I was in that department for a few years. I, like I said, I, 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 I kind of poked fun, but um, I loved it. I met some very good friends there as well. I had some amazing, uh, bosses and, um, but I will say this then at Stellantis, I don't know. It's like, if it's like this for other OEMs, once we have a foot in the door, it's very, um, natural progression that you'll move to a different department. So you might work in one area for a few years and then ideas you network and you move to a different area. So eventually the opportunity came available, um, to work for Alfa Romeo, um, as a brand marketing manager. And I don't think I realize, I'm going to just say lucky, really. I think the stars were really aligned. I think I, I think I put in the, the work to get, get the job, Um, I think also I was, um, my hiring manager was Vince McCani, which I I can't remember if you guys have met Vince before. No. Can't say Okay. All right. Uh, but Vince said, you know, he, part of it was like personality, you know, because, um, this is such a unique brand, Alfa Romeo. Mm -hmm. It's. And yeah, it's just, it's unique. It's hot. It's sexy. It's funky. It's, it's the zebra in the crowd, um, of lions. So I've been with Alfa Romeo, um, just over a year, not even that long. Wow. Mm -hmm. Very cool. And I just dove in, um, nose. Nose head first. first. Head first. I just dove in head first. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's first. It's an idiom. Anything and everything I could. I, um, I, I, uh, my, uh, background or my culture is Sicilian. And mm-hmm. so, um, just kind of, I think this probably sounds dorky, but what I was just ultimately felt very natural to be able to work for this European Italian brand. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we work directly with, uh, the folks in Italy, um, uh, I got nothing to say there. Do Sorry. you speak a little Italian? Uh, not really. So you can okay. talk to Luna no. in the native tongue? Oh, no. <laughs> no, I've taken, I've done it on Duolingo. It's actually a lot like Spanish. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. 100%. Yeah. If you could speak Spanish, you can just walk around Italy and just understand what's going on around you pretty easily. Anyways, um, Alpha. Um, so, yeah, spend with Alpha Romeo for uh, just over a year. Dove in headfirst to learn anything and everything about the brand. But like I had mentioned before, I had already had an introduction to the brand being that, mm-hmm. um, I work in our service contracts department. 
which is Mopar Vehicle Protection mm-hmm. Service Contracts. I had been working on some of our um, Alfa Romeo initiatives. Um, and But I will tell you what, the one thing I really, me and probably uh, a million other women, this is my first real introduction to Formula One. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, with Alfa Romeo. Have you been to any of the races? Vince and I attend the races. So Austin, Miami. So Austin's in October. Miami's typically in May. And then, dun dun dun, dun 2023. Vegas. Yeah. Uh, the inaugural nice. year. Yeah. We'll be there. So you said you've been to Miami and you've been to Austin, right? Yes. And uh, I did go to the Montreal race as well. Okay. And it was so... Have that, you been to any of the races, either of you? He has. I've been to two Which of them. one? I went to Saudi Arabia 2021. <gasps> what? And I went to Miami 2022. Thanks to his ex-roommate. Oh. Thanks to my ex-roommate. Oh, he stole my friends. There's like no bad blood. <laughs> he doesn't return my texts or calls anymore, but you know, it's no big deal. But yeah. He uh, didn't like all but, your ramen noodles. No. He was never home to notice. But out of those three races, <laughs> which ones were your favorite? Or which one was your favorite? Well, what I was going to say so interesting is that I liked that I went, I literally went from Miami to Montreal mm-hmm. within a few weeks of each other. And I appreciate it. It's a whole different level of appreciation being able to go to Montreal because Montreal, one, is real sick. Right. Montreal is so Canadian, the vibe, the feel. Like people are literally camped out on the lawn, bringing like bringing their own food and hmm. and it's blankets like a, like a picnic. No okay. joke. Where, you know, here in America, m- in the state. Yeah, Miami, it's like people are dressed to impress. Hmm. One. And then I was in the paddock area because it's part of my job the mm-hmm. entire weekend blown away by the celebrities mm. blown away uh elon musk was there which you know like for me i never in my life thought i would be three feet away from elon musk right so you're just like what yeah he had his kid with him interesting to see those two different dynamics uh however um really excited for Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'm just going to leave <laughs> yeah. leave it at that. I mean, do you have a favorite um, F1 driver on your team? On Alpha? Like having to choose between your children. It sounds oh, like. on my team. I thought, I, I guess I do have to say it. You on. can't say Charles Leclerc. Um, I know. Me too. So, <laughs> I will say, I will, Okay, so of course, no, I don't have a favorite. They're mm-hmm. two very different personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, I have had the luxury of really being able to talk and meet them more on a personal level. True. I actually had to drive Botas. Um, you had to drive uh, him. Yeah, <laughs> I did. The irony, right? Yeah. I, I had to drive him and his dad to the airport when we were in Montreal. Oh, nice. Uh, and we were in so much traffic, I felt guilty. But um, either way, what's really, what's so cool about uh, our two drivers with Alfa Romeo mm-hmm. is they're truly humble beginnings. Mm. And again, I'm not here to dog on any. Yeah. Anyone, mm-hmm. any drivers from F1, mm-hmm. I, but I think we all know that. So, but, you know, 
not everyone knows this with uh, Botas, but his mom actually was an undertaker. Um, yeah. That's so, pretty cool. Right? Like, I love the WWE. I think it's interesting to share that because I think his manager is great. Mm. Paul Harris. I love him. He's mm. hysterical. Man, I get so excited about going to these races because now we're all friends, Yeah, right? that's so cool. Uh, so B-O-T-T, Paul always goes, how do you pronounce B-O-T-T, bottle? I go, yeah, bottle. He's like, yeah, that's how you pronounce batas. Batas. It's not botas, and I, I keep saying it wrong. Okay. Batas. I like batas. batas. So there you go. That's how you pronounce it. Very I've cool. Said it. There you go. From there, there you have it. So super humble. And yeah. then you probably know too, like his whole kind of shtick sh- has been his mullet. He's very proud oh, of his yeah. mullet. He's just got, you know, he's just got a lot of personality. He, um, he, you too will know this and I apologize. I can't remember the name where he, uh, took a photo, uh, mooning, like essentially he was mooning his girlfriend. His girlfriend took the picture and then he, he saw um, Prince. Who did he? Yeah, he sold prints, and then that money went to a charity. But he gave the print to who? Lewis. It was a thank you. He gave it was to Lewis. Hammy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Hammy. <laughs> love Hammy. I don't think Patrick could say the same thing. What are you talking really? about? I love. I respect all the drivers. Oh, but respect, Steve. But I'm a diehard Max Verstappen fan. And I have been for a long time. I don't want to hear any bandwagon accusations. <laughs> I am not. All right. We're not, we're not going down that route. No, we can. I'll fight, I'll fight tooth and nail. Here's what I'm going to say about Max. Here we go. He is the, he's the Michael Jordan of Formula One. That it, it is spectacular. There is going to be a day and age, probably in 10, 15 years, that we look back and we're like, holy shit, this mm-hmm. guy was very good. Yeah. Right now, it's it's a bit it's annoying. It's um, dumbed down. Kind of just like how Lewis. I mean, like Lewis was with Mercedes. Yes, this is my favorite counterpoint. This is my favorite counterpoint. Hammy, can we call him Hammy for the podcast? Go for it. Thank you. But yeah, it was my nickname. You know, Mercedes was dominating um, right after Red Bull had their little run, but. Now it's kind of went back to Red Bull. We do not care about the records. This is just for Wikipedia. I don't want to care. Just Toto about the win record. We do not care. The inside is crying. Talking about Alpha F1 team. Yes. I follow this Instagram called Women in Motorsports. And um, they're one team that has a lot of women on their F1 team. Even like race strategists and um, like... um, like not assistants, but like ma- some managers to the team. I, I was just looking at the Instagram not too long ago, but I think that's a cool thing about Alpha is there's a lot of women involved with the team um, and making it happen. And yeah, I think it's a very cool thing. We and we try to interview as many women racers as possible on the show or anybody involved in the motorsport because that's a that's like a cause we're both very passionate about because there's no reason anybody's identity should keep them out of such a sport that has the potential to be the most inclusive sport in the world honestly because there's no like there, there shouldn't really be any barriers the fact that there is is something that i and he would like to, to help break down a little bit big fans of the equality thing we had a we, when we had tony on that was a great insight into how the world worked 
She, she was a ESPN Formula One or is ESPN yeah. Formula One analyst. Yeah. So she kind of gave us but she works insights. Well. Yeah. She, you could hit her up. She'd probably love to work with you guys, but she's, huh. she, she does a lot of work with Aston though. So you got to, you know, sweeten the deal a little more. <laughs> yeah. I think I, if I'm not, so one love that you brought that up, you know, woman in, uh, in uh, automotive, I think I saw that maybe the numbers like 20, 25%, right? Even nowadays, um, not necessarily formula one, but just automotive in general are female. You know what the real, I think we forget sometime that like the 1920s was a hundred years ago. Mm -hmm. Do you know how long the earth has been around? Like a hundred years is this minuscule little stint, right? Mm -hmm. A hundred years ago, women finally get the right to vote. You know, Mm. I always laughed. I remember my sister said to me one time, um, my sister is a very, uh, liberal, uh, woman Mm -hmm. and, um, taught me a lot. Um, very open-minded. And I remember her telling me that like the word misses really, means Mr. with an apostrophe S, meaning that you belong to a Mr. It's a possessive noun? Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Huh. And, right, blows yeah, your mind. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. So when we start to talk about women being in automotive or being in F1, it's like things are changing. They mm-hmm. need to change. Yeah. And like, we just didn't know. Nobody, Nobody told me about cars. Nobody, mm-hmm. you know, gave me a wrench that it just, it doesn't, there, there is nothing that, oh my gosh, I'm going to say something cliche. So I'm going to back that up. But yes, women have the ability to be in math and science and engineering and, um, have that, you know, wiring in their brain if not sometimes a little better than I our totally fellow agree. men. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree <laughs> you know? with you. Yeah. Like I'm like a woman taking care of logistics and planning. Uh, yes, please. Yeah. All day long. I'm, yeah. I'm bound to mess it up. So mm-hmm. please. Yeah. yeah. I mean, let's be real. There's some things that guys can't do well. Men can do well. Um, that women could. There you have it. Yeah. There you Everyone have it. there they you just, have it. Um, but. We got to know you this month, basically, at Monterey Car Week. You guys sponsored us, like we said earlier, um, some of the cars you gave us to use. What was your experience at Monterey Car Week? Was that your first Monterey Car Week? I actually met in person with Michael, uh, like back in January, mm-hmm. you know, and he had brought up this opportunity for uh, Alfa Romeo to sponsor a Pebble Rally. And... Uh, as you know, I mean, you can't not be a part of Monterey Car Week as a premium brand mm-hmm. or a luxury brand. It is, I, I'm curious, even from a global level, what, do you, do you know that answer even? Like, it's the biggest, it's the it's a, premier event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's globally. Like, yeah. It's like the everyone's world cup. there. Yeah. It's, it's like the world cup of Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. Olympics, world cup, any sort of international mega, uh, sporting event except this time it's just a giant cooperation between automotive brands and a celebration of the passion yeah that's a good analogy world cup i like that and and pebble beach alone is just like it's it's historic you know it's been around for a long time 
you know, I think 70 plus years. Yeah, it all uh, started because they used to use the 17 mile drive as a road course, but people kept dying. So they stopped. And then there was always a car show going on next to this, the 17 mile drive on the links. So they canceled the race. They said, hey, these car shows are fun. You get to see people from all around America at the time. Then sooner or later, the world came around. And then since then, it's just evolved into a giant festival. Of- and it all started with the Concorde Elegance, which is you, you would dress like your car. Hmm. And the owner would you know compliment the car or vice versa like that. I did not know that. Yeah, so that's where the elegance comes from. Ah, uh, understood. Okay. Yeah. Bunch of nerds. I mean, good for them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, that's basically a little history. Um, Pebble, pretty much. Ah, oh, oh. that. Uh, thank you for that background. You're very welcome. I really enjoyed that. Yes. Um, so, so obviously, yes, huge, huge event. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then. Peterson, I mm-hmm. put right up there as just a really well-respected. I co- I call you an organization. You're much more than just a museum. Hundred percent. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and, Good way of putting it. Yeah. Yes. And so, I, for me, it was really important one to be a part of Monterey Car Week, and then two, um, the opportunity to partner with Peterson, mm-hmm. of course, because I knew that if anyone's going to do it right, it's going to be you. Mm-hmm. Um, and more visibility, of course, to the Alfa Romeo brand. Totally. Um, rather than, and I, I, man, I, I think some of the events and the VIP events are done really well there, the standalone events. Um, but the, the opportunity to be able to, again, be able to partner with an organization that is so, um, uh, top, you know, top of the line, mm-hmm. like Peterson, helps drive awareness. Uh, totally. I think we were able to get visibility of our v- vehicles that maybe some of your, um, you know, rally members yeah. or your, um, checker flag members 100%. have never seen before. And, you know, butts and seats is always great. Mm-hmm. Also what was important for this specific year is that we just launched our uh, Alfa Romeo Tenale, mm-hmm. um, which is actually our first vehicle towards this new drive of electrification. It is a plug-in hybrid mm-hmm. um, electric vehicle. I think we, <clears throat> gosh, I think we had four to five Tenales. Yep. Um, I know I had my own personal Tenale mm-hmm. uh, at Monterey Car Week. So so did I. You drove a Tenale mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I, and I really enjoyed it. It was my first introduction to anything EV. Really? Yeah. Wait, really? That's surprising. Yeah, like, we've had a whole bunch of EVs. So, like, here. because of that car, I was finding chargers. I was really. Luckily, we had a charger here at yeah. work, so I would uh, charge here, go EV all the way back home, then midway switch to gas, then cool. charge here. So it was kind of convenient. Yeah. Um, and I think it's super cool. Just by a turn of a dial, you could go full electric go normal mode or uh i think you call it d mode which yeah. is like the sports mode yeah um, yeah drive mode yeah, yeah. it's awesome great sound system sound was, system does go crazy on those things. that was actually i think you brought your vice president correct yeah yeah i'm blanking on his name yeah so our north american um vice president of alfa romeo larry dominique larry uh also had the opportunity to spend an entire day Mm-hmm. Lunch, dinner, uh, was able to speak on behalf of the brand as well, totally. uh, which was 
huge. I mean, oh, how many vice presidents do you think? I, you I know, was sitting this close for lunch. Um, so I was, he was asking me about the car and I'll uh, give him my feedback. And like he mentioned, like that car has the top tech out mm-hmm. of all the alphas, mm-hmm. you know, um, for my, it was a lot of tech. Uh, oh, I mean, I felt really safe. Like I yeah. was telling them like, it's a good, like, um, if you're picking up your kids or something like that, it has like lane assist, it brings you back, right. you know, uh, the cameras, um, everything. I, I, it was just a fun car. Hmm. Um, I'm a big sunroof guy. So okay. love yes. the sunroof. Yeah. Good, good. Um, like I said, good sound system, wireless charging. What color did you have? I had the blue. I'm not okay. sure what the actual name of it. But okay. The blue. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a really fun car. Um, kind of miss it, to be honest. But yeah, thank you. You you and Patrick <laughs> trying to get cars out of me. <laughs> I'm trying uh, to get cars out of anybody, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, so all, that's really great to hear, especially from someone who I imagine drives a lot of cars working for Peterson. Yes. Kind of surprised to hear you say that there's a lot of technology it's good um, technology there's a lot yeah. of good safety stuff into yeah. it you know yeah um I, i'm not really used to that much mm-hmm. <laughs> safety yeah. um but again like if if it's your kid's first car or something like that oh my like gosh. that's the car if i was a parent would love to put my kid in just because i know they're gonna be safe yeah and absolutely. even with texting and stuff getting out of the lane it brings you back oh in you know so yeah it was really cool I will say this, so, but the, you know, the thing with Tanale is that you can choose all of that, you know, exactly. and that, that also becomes like our mantra with, uh, the Alfa Romeo Tanale is that if you're in control, mm-hmm. you, you want to have lane assist on great. You don't Nope. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm someone who I, I turn a few of those things off. Cause let's just say I hear a lot of beeping. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Do you want a coffee? How about you? I was like, Oh no. Um, I uh, apparently don't know how to stay within the lines. Um, but also you get to choose gas or electric too. Instantly, um, which mm-hmm. is it's a nice feature. Yeah. And, yeah. And, um, it has a um, damper softener, the little button in the middle, which oh. which takes the turns better suspension. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, uh, I yeah I, I came up with that. <laughs> 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 no, I didn't. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> with that in D mode, and when once you press the button, it's it's a nice little quick car. Yeah. So uh, z- zero uh, zero to sixty. I don't know. I think it's a. I think it's under probably under six seconds if I were to yeah. assume anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Uh, and it goes pretty quick. Yeah. I'd, so it, it 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 was a good rally car. Kept up with the, the other Ferraris. Ferraris. <laughs> yeah. Other Italian but, brands. But let's remember, <laughs> if it wasn't for Alpha, there would be no Ferrari. Done. That's a fact, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That is that, true. Yeah, that's a great. That is true. He's got to like start that. at Alfa Romeo. Enzo Ferrari raced Alfa Romeo, worked at Alfa Romeo. The man was an Alfa man before he became Enzo Ferrari. Other than that, we spoke that, you know, Larry Dominique, our North Mm -hmm. American vice president, was able to attend. uh, Our social media team was able to attend as well Mm -hmm. and get some really great footage. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And we're talking about like, 
the you know that allegretto um oh yeah vineyard mm. absolutely stunning i mean one of my favorites yeah it there there were so many uh elements to that entire week and so i should explain to our our listener yeah. that being a part of the rally, right? It starts in LA. It starts at the Peterson Museum on mm-hmm. August fourteenth, uh, uh, which is a Monday, mm-hmm. and then it goes all the way until Sunday. And so you truly get the opportunity for anything and everything. A part of Monterey Car Week, mm-hmm. um, and then like I had mentioned, I mean, hey, we get we got to like create snapshots and content of our cars and front of some of the most stunning yeah. places mm-hmm. yeah. just a win-win for us totally. and for well hopefully for you hopefully you know it, you it hopefully you saw the value yeah. of having help yeah. there it was it was a uh it was a it is a good partnership i should say yeah um looking forward to working with you guys more yeah just. here we go there we go <laughs> where did i sign the check lock it in ladies yeah. and <laughs> Uh, no, certainly, um, uh, yeah, a lot of great value. hundred percent. Um, oh, I, I should also mention too, the opportunity you had influencer, Daniel Mack. Yeah. Um, what a guy. Yeah. Daniel's got over 2 million TikTok followers. He's got oh, over 14 million on, I, I just, oh shoot, oh, over 14 million on TikTok. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Daniel Mack. I actually did the math. I Uh-oh. added all his followers up. Um, uh, just to do a recap of the week, and it's about nineteen point something million, because he has two million on YouTube and the fourteen mil and Instagram, four mil on Facebook and face, yeah, Facebook. That's crazy. Yeah, and I, just I for had a simple dinner. sentence. Yeah, <laughs> I had dinner next to him to hear like his story. I love hearing. I hope I, I never like, came up in that history. at all. Well, we did have you, Daniel actually admit. Yes, it's on paper now. I know. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Where are <laughs> you getting commission? Him. No, no. I just need the valid. Hey, was, he I, got a trip to Saudi and got, to Miami. No, I've gotten like I've gotten great value. He's like, I'm never gonna pay you, but I'm gonna give you the time of your life. He's like, that's more than enough for me, man. So I mean, yeah, Miami, Saudi Arabia. Aww. Uh Patrick, I, you're so sweet. I mean, I'm just grateful and I'm happy to see him succeed. That's what makes me the most happy. In the world is when I see people I know and love succeed. Oh, oh shut up. I'm not oh kidding. My don't don't get the hell out You're of here. You're so sweet. Ladies. Ladies. Wait, you have a lady, right? Ladies. <laughs> you know, things change quickly in Los Angeles. Let me tell you something. Things, yeah, I remember I told you that Monterey. Oh things changed. Oh my God. I no. love this. And that brings us to the emotionally valuable Stradale 33. So, yeah, the Stradale 33, you guys came out with a hypercar for the first time. Well, just last week. Last, Yeah, was that? And, and the funny thing was, um, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say this, but Larry actually hinted something was going to get released. <gasps> and he said you should, I forget, got the exact date, but he's like, you know. August 30th. Uh, yeah, there's mm-hmm. going to be something coming out. And it's so, going to. Yeah, when we had our, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, when no. we had already been doing teasers about it, so Larry didn't really tell you anything. That, no, he didn't, he just said, you know, look out for it. Yeah, on that day. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, August thirtieth, we finally unveiled uh, the um, uh, Stradale 
33. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Which was influenced by the original one. 1967. Yeah. It's a beautiful car to begin with. And the inspiration. Yeah. And then the the new one doesn't differentiate from the fact that it's beautiful at all. So good job. (laughs) And not only that, but you had a special livery for Formula One too. Yes, that we had at Monza. There you go. So Mm -hmm. it was a Temple of Speed. That was a very important race for someone. A groundbreaking race. It's a great morning. For MB. It was a great morning. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, you are this. So this car was a, well, not only was it a big deal for the Alfa Romeo brand, but oh my goodness, we have just press has flooded in uh, regarding the car. And uh, the number 33, I, again, I, I, this might just be for our listeners. Maybe you already know this, but 33, uh, those vehicles will be in production, just 33. And they're already right? sold. And they're already <laughs> sold. Yep. Yes. And it's fascinating because the press release, uh, I'm sorry, the press around the car has caused all of these other people to come out of the woodwork asking to buy the car so oh really yeah it'll be i i don't i'm speculating here what like in the future should one of these cars go to auction which would be normal right it happens Um, after a couple years i'm sure the buyers there's some contract just like the the uh, gt uh yeah what is it you have to hold it for like two years of ownership under the owning the new ford gt and then john cena said i'm gonna sell it and then he got sued by Ford. Don't breach your contracts, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, so he sold it with w- before the, two years? Yeah. Yes, before. You couldn't wait? I guess not. It's only and two he, years. He owned up to it. He was like, yeah, I tried. It didn't go too well. <laughs> so that's huh. what happened there. But yeah, no, the 33 is gorgeous. Yeah. Thank you. I can't wait to see it on the road. Can I drive it? <laughs> yeah. Please. Uh... <laughs> Uh, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. She's going to um, drive it first. I thought I'd try. I just thought I'd try anyway. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't think Sing so. Sing with the theme of trying to squeeze vehicles out of you. But you yeah, know? like it was like that that day and a couple of days after you released it was all over Instagram. Like you had all the big influencers. Yeah. Shmi, I think Shmi did it. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Shmi. Um, was there. And you had some of the drivers. Yeah. Uh, and not only that, but like we've had the opportunity or fortunate opportunity to interview a couple of designers. And they're like artists. They want to leave their mark. Yeah. You know, they want to be known totally. for something. Yeah. You know, there's always mm-hmm. that one piece that mm-hmm. they're known for. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you know, when when they put it to paper, I guess they don't put it to paper anymore, but it might seem crazy um, in the beginning, but obviously it evolves after time when you get a couple assistants in to give their little point. Then you have to go to the engineers and that's like, that's where things change. Yeah, yeah. That's where designers yeah. hate. It's like, okay, yeah. that's nice on the screen, but let's be practical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Boo. Yeah. X yeah. this, X that. Yeah. And, you know, whatever they X, they're going to try to put it on their next project to see if they could get away with it then. Yeah. And that's what they've told us. But, um, yeah, very nice car. So. Anyways, it looks like we're at time here. We're actually over time, about Oops, 20 minutes. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> There's a lot of if, laughing to come out. <laughs> if they're, um, how can people learn more about you? How can they or find the out about you? Um, you say you do stand-up. Where do you do stand-up or comedy? or No, 
No. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, so, oh, if people want to learn more about me, they can find me on Instagram at Kara Karasi, K-A-R-A-C-O-R-A-C-I. Uh, I post a lot. Uh, I post a lot about cars, I guess, right now. There you go. Um, it's, uh, uh, it's fun. Um, yeah. Or on LinkedIn is fine. Again, Kara Karasi, Celentine, K-A-R-A-C-O-R-A-C-I-S-E-L-L. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Can't forget the brand at Alfa Romeo USA. If you want to catch the latest drops and all the cool stuff that they've been doing. Yeah. And the F1 team, of course. Shout out. Shout out. Big shout out. Yeah. And go test drive that Tenali. Go test drive that Tenali. The Tenali is sweet. Y'all are playing yourselves, not riding it. And this is even a paid like sponsorship. Like It's generally a good time. Go have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> I love no that. No hashtag ad. Uh, anyways, thank you so much for being here, Kara. Thank, thank you. you. You guys are a delight. I... <laughs> Have not laughed as fun. much. Okay. This, this <laughs> has been one of the most fun episodes we've done. Get get your laps out now because your you're, you're about to go into some serious meeting now. Oh, Just geez. kidding. Oh, wait, do I have wah, one? Wah. No. No, no, we're good. Okay, we don't have one. Thank <laughs> Anyways, uh, thank you all for listening to another episode of the Car Stories podcast. I've been Patrick. This has been Daniel. And this has been Kara. Give us a follow at Peterson Museum and let us know what you think of this episode. Have a good one, everybody. Peace out.